0: Hey there friends, it's Nick. So one of the things we've talked a lot about on this podcast is the struggle that people have, that we have to change our minds, particularly if it's about anything important, particularly if it's about anything that goes to our kind of core beliefs or our core sense of ourselves. So I really feel like it's important for me to talk about times when I change my mind. And I think the you know, it's one of those signals to me when some, when I see someone publicly talking about changing their mind because reasonable people will change, can change their mind when the facts change or their understanding of the facts change. It's one of those signals to me that that person is engaged in actual thinking as opposed to, I guess, the kind of the sort of the knee-jerk self-defense that we've talked about in, in fairly recent podcasts, actually, when it comes to Ideas or people who who attack our core beliefs. Anyway, about a month ago, I think I did a a a podcast talking about ChatGPT and its kind of implications for writers. And it was pretty clear to me then that you know this this thing was going to allow anyone to write in a way that they hadn't been able to before. And now, now obviously we know that anyone can, almost everyone can write. If you also have the ability to use a search engine, you can probably find very easily uh, frameworks and templates that you can adapt to your particular thing. And what I said back in, in, in that podcast was something like this, that what mattered for the rest of us, those who, who are creating content, or building different kinds of businesses, is that we continue to do stuff at a higher level. And I probably talked about the, yeah, there was a moment in um, about 2003 when WordPress came out. I've mentioned this recently, I think, that suddenly I could see the thing that I'd been charging as as a, you know, the owner of a web development agency, the thing that I'd been charging quite a lot of money for was suddenly in one sense free, free to anyone who wants to create a WordPress account. And you know the the job then is to look further up the value chain, and I think I said when when we were talking to uh, about ChatGPT a month ago, that's that's exactly what we need to do. You know, we there's going to be a million squillion ChatGPT versions of of average kind of essays or blog posts or what have you. We need to be working. Closer, And I talked about the fact that, you know, my niche went from copywriting to storytelling to business storytelling, to kind of personal storytelling, because obviously, you know, AI, at least at the moment, it's amazing at creating something based on the average of what's out there. Essentially, it can't yet at least go to a person and interview them and dig into the nuances of their story and then write a story about that. You know, if you tell ChatGBT to tell, say, tell me my story, it's not going to know what your story is. It's not going to know enough. So there again, we we move to a higher level, and I think perhaps slightly smugly, or no, not that's, that's not right. Perhaps slightly dismissively and slightly defensively, I said this, but I've been having a week where, I, for various reasons, I've been digging deeper into. This AI stuff and ChatGPT in particular. And I've come to a a difference of opinion about it. Before I think, you know, I could have characterized my argument as, and my belief as there will be people who use Chat to create a lot of of perfectly serviceable but average stuff. And I don't want to be in that group. I want to be writing word for word, word by word, to create unique things, to create little masterpieces that serve very particular people with very particular goals, because that's something that, that you know, you can't average out and I'll be on one side and there'll be people using ChatGPT on the other. And so that was my argument or that was my position, I think. But this week, having looked at how chat, GBT in particular, and I'm sure all the other AIs that are coming, can be used for, for formatting work, for researching work, for um, road testing ideas, and all kinds of different things. I've actually come to believe something more nuanced, that I will absolutely be using this in part, as part of my process. And I think... I think writers who don't at all, well, it, uh, to me, having used used it in more depth for a week, it feels as significant as the, as the internet. We talked, didn't we, a couple of days ago about that, that famous Bill Gates memo, the internet tidal wave, which he wrote, you know, back when just at that point where he realised that Microsoft as a company needed to turn on a dime. They needed to stop what they were doing and focus on having an internet story not just for the company, but for every product and every service they did. How are you optimising for the internet? Was was the thrust of that message. And I think it went out to all the hands in Microsoft to say there was a tidal wave coming and we we need to we need to essentially rise with it, not get washed away by it. And having looked deeper into into AI this week, I think the same thing is true. And it's it's you know, it's an age-old story. It might be WordPress in 2003, it might be the the invention of the loom, you know, if I'm talking about examples from my own country, from the UK, you know, the industrial revolution where almost overnight, you know, everything was, was woven in people's homes, essentially, and then suddenly we have these looms and there are consequences and there are fallouts and what we need to do as creators, as business builders, whether you're in writing or not, and you know most of you aren't in the business of building writing, but we have to be aware, I think, of the changes that are coming, the power of the changes that are coming, both, both in in sucking up the the the, the most average levels of what we do, maybe. You know that's again i'm going to take my example of writing you know right now i well seth godin wrote about this in back in january you know he said this is the end of the high school essay <laughs> and good um, the demise of the high, high school essay and good it's a great blog post if you if you want to go and read that because it talks about this idea of you know let's let's leave the average we don't want to be average which has obviously been seth godin's thing for years we want to be doing things with guts and insight and intelligence and what have you. Um, yeah, so let's, sorry, looking back, taking my industry, you know, right now you can use ChatGPT to do a lot of the stuff that, uh, let's say low paid, low insight, low, um, uh, or high volume writers are doing, you know, that's going to get washed away. Okay. Um, And the lesson from, well, if we go back to the lesson from WordPress in 2003, WordPress could do quite a lot, but it couldn't do a lot of what we were doing. You know, it might, it might give you a website, but it wasn't a well, it wasn't a good looking website, it wasn't well designed. And then later on you get, um, themes and templates. So suddenly you can choose a more personal look, they're professionally designed. So you might look like 50 other companies in the world. 50 other websites or a thousand other websites or 10,000 other websites, but your customers don't really care because of the content is what, it's what matters or the service or the product. And what you see is this constant, I mean, it's, it's what Clay Christensen called disruption, right? You know, the, the, the industry is disrupted from below because, uh, a service comes along that's not that great, but is good enough for all of the people who couldn't afford the thing before so let's say for example there's a company that that relies on its uh employees creating 5800 word essays a day about a certain topic it's you know in other words it's a content farm essentially um that business is going to go away very soon that that job is going to go away, away very soon and the 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 thing that needs to happen is that those content creators, those employees, need to learn to do the next thing up and the next thing up and the next thing up. Just like we did in web design. I mean, it's it's easy to see these things as kind of <laughs> calamities. But what it did is it forced us to get better and better and better. And that's what we all need to do. And I think the difference between my my initial understanding, my initial position of on that is the difference between... Yeah, I'll just do it on my own over here with actually, if I don't use these tools, if I don't leverage the kind of thinking and help that AI can give me using it. I mean, the best example I've, the best description I've seen of ChatGPT so far is by the boys at ship 30 as a kind of a digital intern. You can give it jobs to do and it does them quickly. It can't think for you. And this is the the crux of it, you know. That as as I said before, as Seth Godin said in that piece, you know, it's the the writing is stopping being the thing that matters. What matters increasingly is the intelligence and the insight and the application and the ideas, which is a lot about what we've been talking over the past three years in this podcast, right? You know, it's it's no difference. The difference is that that things like GBT are accelerating this massively, you know, before you might say that, that copywriters were competing with all of the, the people in the world who who are capable of churning out, you know, relatively straightforward standard copy or articles or blog posts or, you know, whatever it might be. But now obviously we're going to be competing with all the people who can do that using things like ChatGBT to accelerate their progress and accelerate their output. And maybe those people who might have been able to write a couple of 800 word essays in a day, average essays, let's say, can now write 40 or 50 because they're getting AI to do most of the writing work for them. And, you know, this is going to be extremely fascinating to see what happens to the Internet, see what happens to uh, business models like Google as content effectively i mean it's it's exploded over the past 20 years right but it's about to create a massive well yeah it's going to be a tidal wave i think and what what i'm really getting around to after this long rambling podcast is that whatever business you're in i would really recommend you you search out ChatGBT, sign up for an account and start playing around do some research because for me after this week and I, I'm not given to hyperbole, but I suspect this is going to be as big as the internet. You know, in, in over the next few years, it's going to be as big as the internet in terms of how it impacts the kind of work that we are doing, the kind of work we are no longer doing, and how we think about interacting with technology. Anyway, it's going to make stories mean massive business if you get on the right front of this and I think you know the the front foot with this and I really recommend you start looking into it even just in a little way be aware I've made sure this weekend that my family are aware of of what's coming because you know I've got I've got kids who are going to grow up in this world and uh, I think it's that important anyway thanks for listening remember that your stories mean business if you want to dig deeper into how to tell that specific personal resonant story that can't be can't be replicated by AI visit my website search for stories.business and it will take you there and yeah thanks for listening bye now